Welcome, everybody, to the Snap Podcast. My name is Tyler Kluver, and let's consider this a personal audio journal of mine. A lot of rambling, a lot of random stuff, anything relevant in my personal life that has to do with health, fitness, diet, business, being an entrepreneur, and simply trying to unlock the avenues of personal growth that help me find the most happy, fulfilling, and free life that I can live. I hope that you guys can take something away from the show and maybe find some entertainment in it as well. Thank you so much for listening and uh, let's get to it. All right, welcome in, welcome in. This is a first ever Lots of milestones here on uh, on this podcast. First of all, if you're watching, which is, God, just a very, very small amount of you, maybe a, a few fringe YouTube uh, perusers who have wandered across this video because you're interested in CrossFit, probably not so much me, myself. Uh, you probably don't know much about me or who I am, but um, I am awkwardly wearing my my uh, headset today before we talk about the results of the open and kind of preview quarterfinals because uh it is uh well i'm a father now after three months of being a father mama uh had to go back to work and dad has baby duty and it is currently 6 25 in the morning as we record this because um well to be honest day two of daddy daycare Probably not going to get a lot done. Um, not really the plan to get a lot done. Uh, while we figure out how to be a one-man show here at the house and take care of a baby girl. So I need one ear to listen for when she wakes up. Uh, and you guys might hear that. You guys might see me just cut this thing off right in the middle. And I should stop wasting time so I can get out what we need to get out. Um, this is also pretty off the cuff. 6.20 in the morning. F- forgot because yesterday was day one of daddy daycare uh, that I was even uh, supposed to get this episode out. I'm not doing a whole lot of work, but I did want to get this out because uh, next week uh, we're going on vacation. I am going on vacation to Florida. And while I do still have a plan to complete the individual quarterfinals, spoiler alert, uh, I made quarterfinals, uh, which is there's a week off between the open. So this week there is nothing. Uh, and then next week the open workouts or the, uh, the quarterfinals workouts will come out and that quarterfinals happens all in one weekend. Um, those are, those happen Thursday afternoon through Sunday midday, uh, basically 72 hours, three 24 hour windows to complete the five workouts that will come out. Um, and for two of those windows, I will be in Florida. Uh, so that's going to provide an interesting um, dynamic uh, and and uh, reality in which I need to, not need to, I have to perform the workouts. Um, and we'll talk about that here in a second and what that means for potentially my, my placing or my performance uh, in the quarterfinal stage. First, let's talk. Uh, well, actually, before that, thank you to everybody who listens to this. I just got on the the platform uh, that I use for um, for this podcast, which is different than the other podcasts that I do for uh, Iowa football walk on stuff. Um, 
I just use a simple uh, Anchor platform, Anchor.fm, which I believe, at least by the look of it, has been bought out and basically been taken over by Spotify. And it's just called Podcasters or Spotify for Podcasters or something like that. So um, regardless, that website gives us some analytics and uh, it's fun to look at how many downloads and listens I'm getting per episode and how many people are following this podcast on Spotify. Um, If you listen on Spotify, hit follow on the show. Um, It helps me out. It helps grow this organically. I don't really promote this. Um, I plan to at some point, but not right now. And the, uh, there's some other cool um, analytics and data that I can see on the back end of this podcast as well. Um, holding strong at like 250 to 300 uh, people who tune into this every week. And that's even through the last couple of weeks, which is purely CrossFit based. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. The milestone that we hit, which is kind of nuts when you think about the fact that um, I just kind of throw these episodes out into the the ether and um, let people find them, let people sort of uh, find their way to the link on my personal Instagram, I think, or maybe my, my Twitter as well, the link tree that I have. Um, never once have I tweeted out an episode. Uh, I could get a lot more listeners, but I want to sort of have people who really, really desire to hear stuff from Tyler Kluver uh, find this and listen to it. And um, I don't so much want to blast the other subset of my following, which is 99% for the Hawkeye content, the wash up walk on stuff. I don't want to blast them with, Hey, I do another podcast about health and fitness. Um, I already do that with some just worded tweets. And uh, when I send out fitness and health and, um, call it self-improvement tweets, uh, that sort of um, area of when it's not Hawkeye related, I get seven likes and, and no responses and no retweets. It's just like um, the, the care or level of interest that people who follow me on social media have for CrossFit, fitness, health, diet, exercise kinds of stuff is very, very low, almost non-existent, uh, embarrassingly non-existent. Um, and we are always trying to change that. So um, regardless, uh, 250, whatever uh, per episode uh, who, who are tuning into this and, um, you know, at right at 114 or maybe this is 115 episodes, I can't remember which, uh, we just crossed 25,000 downloads 25,000 downloads for this podcast, which is nuts. Um, with, with no, uh, you know, no advertising for it. So thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. Thanks for being a part of snapped nation. Um, the results of the 2023 CrossFit open it's over. Um, it was announced one week ago today, since I'm doing this day late, the last workout 23.3, um, I speculated that it may or could have been another two-parter like uh, last week was, the the, the two-parter in 23.2 and 2B, where we had to do the shuttle runs and burpee pull-ups, and then the second five minutes of that workout was a max thruster. Um, so this week was just a single-part workout. It was, a, uh, it was one of those f- fun workouts, uh, sort of unlock your 
um, unlock your own fate by being fitter uh, type of deal. And we can talk about what that looks like um, here in a, in a minute. But, um, you know, I had a, I had an interesting little uh, progression through this year's Open. Um, every single workout, in my case, happened to be a better placing. So week one was my worst overall placing amongst everybody uh, relative to the field. And then week two, the first part, I got a little bit better. The second part, I got even a little bit better. And then the final week, uh, this past week, was my best relative score to the field. Um, and so uh, by doing so, I've, I jumped up the leaderboard vast amounts. Um, you know, This isn't going to be the way it works for everybody. Some people, their best workout might have been the first one. And it could have gone in reverse. They could have gotten slightly worse in the leaderboards. I suppose this is just a, a product of the way... No, that's good. Our uh, lights are flickering. Um, the product of the way that the workouts came out, because if you just flipped the way these workouts came out, um, I would be telling you in a different way. Um, but this is great. This is good. Um, I the So my predictions, I forgot what I said on the podcast, exactly what they may be. Um, but I mentioned like seven or eight movements last week, and I basically... Um, Hit those on the head. I'm not magic or anything. It was just basically what was left uh, relative to the past years in the open, what they like to program, what works for hundreds of thousands of people when you're trying to conduct a really an experiment this big, a competition this big. You have to just kind of stick to certain things. Um, one interesting thing is they brought back wall walks. Wall walks uh, showed up in 2021. Um, wall walk is generally a um a scale or a substitute for someone who cannot do um handstand walking or someone who cannot do handstand push-ups um however done at larger numbers uh they start to or or with certain other movements they do start to fatigue the core and shoulders very very well uh, i actually think they're a fantastic movement um, and they don't require any equipment other than just a wall. So wall walks show up for the third time in a row in the open. And um, and then they are paired with double unders and snatches. And there was four rounds. So wall walks, double under snatches, wall walks, double under snatches. And um, that was a six-minute time cap. Five wall walks, 50 double unders, 15 snatches. Five wall walks, 50 double unders, 12 snatches. Um, throughout this workout, the snatches get lower in reps, higher in weight. And that is often the case with some of these um, unlock the next time frame workouts where if uh, where you decrease the amount of reps that are required and then you increase the weight. Um, and that is a way to sort of keep the same time frame generally. Uh, there's also fatigue factors, but you are able to advance into a different level of fitness where you're testing um, some real strength. Um, what do I mean when I say unlock, right? So those first two rounds of wall walks, jump rope, snatches, wall walks, jump rope, snatches, you have six minutes to complete that. Now, um, haven't done the math on it, but I would say, gosh, probably less than Eh, maybe more than half, I would say maybe around 50%. That could be way off. Um, we're able to 
get out of those six minutes, right? Six minutes, kind of a tight time cap. Um, 10 wall walks is um, not a ton, but it's not a little. And uh, 100 double unders is what it is. And then really what uh, keeps people in that first six minutes and not being able to finish those that work is the 27 snatches, um, most notably the 12 snatches in round two at 135. Um, now, for anybody who is training competitively, uh, this is this is a workout that I prefer, I like more, because in an open setting where there's 170,000 people, this workout really starts to separate. A ton of people will get cut off right there. They won't make it past the six minutes. And if they do, congrats, you're now back to the wall. But you're not back to the wall for five more wall walks. You're back to the wall, and the wall walks turn into strict handstand push-ups. Another movement that I speculated might be in this week of the Open. And uh, generally, a movement that I'm very good at. Now, clearly, as we'll talk about here in a second, I was not as good, or at least under fatigue, I was not as good as I thought I was at them. Um, fresh or in a interval setting, I can generally uh, bust out strict handstand pushups very, very well. And it's it's probably one of my most natural movements um, relative to most people who come into CrossFit. Um, and you, so now you're, uh, you make it before the six minute time cap, you now get an extended three minutes. So wherever you finish that first amount of work, you now have till nine minutes and a third round comes into play. It's the same, right? It's the on the wall, double unders, snatches. The wall turns into handstand pushups from the wall walks and the snatches go down to nine reps. The weight goes up again. Um, if you are able to complete that, which this round was really the separator, um, a crazy amount of people did not finish this round. Uh, basically 98% of people do not get out of this round here, largely because of starting it with 20 strict handstand pushups. A lot of people will just, they won't even get through the 20, um, let alone getting to another 50 double unders and then finishing nine snatches at 185 pounds for the men. Um, if you are able to get through all that, you're of the 98 or 99% that get through it. Congrats. You have one more round. Your time cap now extends to 12 minutes, another round of 20 strict handstand pushups, 50 double unders. And now you have six final snatches. Again, weight goes up, reps go down, the final weight, 225 pounds for the men, 155 pounds for the women, which is a very, very high weight to put into an open workout where you are 10, 11 minutes deep and you're now asked to, under massive shoulder fatigue, snatch 225 pounds. Um, when this workout came out, I literally said to myself, wow, like that's, uh, if there was an open workout for me, this is the one. I love snatching. The double unders aren't enough to to really be overly bearing for me. And um, that amount of wall walks and strict handstand pushups, I thought, hell yeah. Like, let's fucking go. Um, now, placing-wise, again, I said this ended up being my best placing in the open uh, of this open. It's also my best placing in an open workout ever. Oh, excuse me. So, 
out of 169, I think it actually ended up being 170,000 plus men who signed up for this. Um, I placed in this individual workout 1,518th best placing I've ever had on a workout. That is top 1%. So top 1% would be top 1,700. Um, 1518th on this workout. I was able to get through the first three rounds, uh, through the second set of strict handstand pushups, through the sec- uh, that last set of 50 double unders, and get to the very final movement of the 225-pound bar. And um, surprise, we actually did this workout twice. I did it originally on Friday, like I had been the first few weeks. Um, I was not able to get a rep on Friday. I left myself about 30 seconds on the clock, uh, rested for 25 of those seconds, went for an attempt at 225, got under it, and it spit me out. I couldn't stabilize at the bottom. Um, Knew that I uh, had approached the workout wrong. Um, I did not manage the handstand push-ups nearly like I should have, kind of rushed in my uh, preparation for the workout on Friday, which I don't know why. and, and wasted a lot of time on the handstand pushups. Also didn't go as fast uh, in other areas of the workout that I knew I could. Sometimes that's just the product of a redo, which I don't redo workouts often. In fact, I don't know if I've ever officially redone one except for this one. Um, once you know kind of what you're capable of, now you know, oh, I can push uh, you know three to five seconds faster on this or three to five seconds faster on this. So came back, hit it again on Monday. And... Uh, Went significantly faster, got to the um, got to the bar, the two twenty five bar, a whole minute faster than last time. Um, uh, gave myself about ninety seconds, uh, rested a little bit, was able to hit my first rep, uh, and then decided that I was going to rest and not try and uh, go for three reps. That's basically where I was going to max out at. I gave myself time to hit a second rep. I missed that second rep. And um, if you watch this, well, I haven't made it public, but if I make it public or if you go to uh, my Instagram, you'll be able to see that uh, the last two reps, I tried to basically double 225 um, within a five-second window. And I almost hit both of them, but I I crash and my, my shoulders aren't able to lock it out. So I end up getting one rep. The difference between my Friday attempt and my Monday attempt was a single rep on the on the leaderboard, 286 versus 287. Um, and funny enough, that one rep actually gets me somewhere around like a thousand spots higher. I end up getting like 2,500 instead of 1,500 in the world. Um, very, very proud. Uh, after I initially, I thought that I'd be able to hit the 225 six times. I thought that I could finish this workout. Um, after seeing a lot of people especially some higher up athletes uh, really struggle to finish this under the time cap and doing it the first time on Friday, I realized, Ooh, my fitness is not currently at the level it needs to be to finish this. Um, at least in the 12 minutes and, uh, ended up sticking that first rep, that one rep on Monday and felt very, very good about that. Um, so, a a great way to go out in the open. Love it. And uh, feels good to have my best open performance ever with that single workout. And uh, where does that leave us, right? Where does that leave us after three weeks and four tests, four scored tests? Um, 
Well, it leaves us pretty darn close to that relative placing on that single workout for the entire thing. So again, we'll just recap very quickly. In the first workout, I was 7,759th. The second workout, part one, I was 5,360th. Second workout, part two, 2,629th. Second workout, part, or, and then finally, the, this last workout, 1,518th. You take all of those placings and you just add them up points-wise. So 7,000, 5,000, 2,000, 1,000. Um, I end with a cumulative point total of 17,266. And in that point total, you are looking for the lowest number possible, right? So if you're able to theoretically get first on every single workout, you would have a score of four. Um, if you were to get second on every workout, you'd have a score of eight. You want a low score when it comes to the cumulative leaderboard. Um, so 17,000 isn't necessarily low, but when you're going against 170,000 possible points every single week, um, it's not bad. And that cumulative score was good enough for an open finish of 1,743rd in this open. Um, best open placement I've ever had. That is uh, not top 1%. It is just outside the top 1% by like uh, like 30 people. I think 1,710th would be top 1%. So I got 1,743rd, um, which is uh, fuel on the fire for next year. Plenty of room to improve. Um, in fact, over 1,700 spots to improve if we're being realistic. And, um, you know, that this crushes my goals. I, I had no idea that I was going to be able, capable of this. I do think the workouts were favorable to me and unfavorable to a lot of people, but I don't get to choose the workouts. Um, I just, I just get to do them. And uh, between these four scores, these four tests, I end up in the world. 1,743rd. Now, if you go to the United States leaderboard, and we search, should have done this before, and we search uh, where I ended up in the United States, you will see that your boy got top 700 in the U.S., which is, again, uh, crushed, right? My goals were to beat last season. And if we take a quick look at back at last season, my open placement was 5,419th. That was previously the best I had ever done. 5,419th, not even top 5,000 in the world. Obviously, we just went over it. I just got top 1750 in the world. Um, in the US, I was just outside the top uh, 2,000, right? I was like 2,020th. This year in the United States, I improved that to 663rd. And then last year, um, we didn't have this specific um region that i was in uh last year it was just north america in general that i was um that i was i believe 20 2400th in north america so that's the us plus canada and mexico maybe um i'm not sure if they count mexico as north america and in, in but anyway i was um 2400th this year in the region, um, North America West, I am 315th. 
So double that and you'd have all of North America. You'd probably have about the same, maybe a little lower, 400th on the other side of the North America. So again, top 700-ish finish in the in the region as well. Um, 315th in North America West. Absolutely destroyed my expectations. I just wanted to do better than last year. We talked about it. Um, didn't get to train for two plus months before this. Had a kid, had an injury, uh, a lot of adversity. But we put out a pretty damn good performance, which lets me know that one, it, it, you don't lose fitness when you don't work out for a day or, or even a week or maybe even a month. Um, you're not going to lose as much as you thought you would. Um, so there's, you know, on a, on a very broad general scale, um, I think a, a huge takeaway for this episode is, and sort of this open is consistency wins, right? 80% of the time is enough. The 80, 20 rule holds strong. If you can be good 80% of the time on your diet, 80% of the time working out 80% of the days of the year, you are going to make progress. You are going to get better. You are going to see gains. Um, and we need to know that as people because it's impossible to be 100%. So you are going to have days, weeks, months, sometimes in my case, where it's not ideal. You're not able to do what you want to do or something gets in the way. And this basically just adds more fuel to the fire of my competitive desire to see what I can do in CrossFit the next couple of years. Um, I am very lightly trying to recruit and see what the team options for next year are. Um, see if I can't get another male and two females to join together and create a team and see if we can't make a run at semifinals. Cause I think it's a, a legitimate opportunity for us. Um, especially if we get the right people, but, um, you know, this moves us on to quarterfinals, right? 1700, whatever I got top, almost top 1%, basically the cream of the crop in the top 2% of the world. And, uh, you had to be top 10% to move on. So we move on. Right. And quarterfinals will happen next week, as I mentioned. Now, unfortunately, I'm not going to have all the the perfect pre-workout and the, the perfect warm up and the perfect amount of time to get these workouts done and a perfect setup or even a gym that I've ever been in before or um, the weather that I've been working out in, uh, which could play a massive factor or the amount of sleep or rest or the same bed. Everything that goes into performing well and having a routine is going to be off, right? So don't love that. Probably means that I'm not going to throw out a fantastic A1 performance for this quarterfinals. That's my fault. Um, in agreeing to go on this vacation to Florida, I forgot that I would be, I, I forgot that semifinals or quarterfinals is usually programmed around this time of year. Um, and I wasn't going to turn down. I, I knew that when we agreed to this uh, vacation, it was also in the middle of the time where I wasn't working out. And I kind of thought that this open would just be whatever. I didn't even know if I was going to do the open or be able to compete in it because I was hurt. So that's on me. But we will give our best effort. We will be in St. Petersburg, Florida, um, probably doing this these quarterfinal workouts at a gym called CrossFit West Chase um, in the Largo location. And uh, we'll give our best effort and see what we can crank out. 
we're going to have to do the first two workouts that are announced Thursday afternoon, uh, sort of Friday morning in a 10 to noon open gym window. And then a few hours later, the second day's workouts will be released. And I will have to do um, those two workouts, one of them probably being decently long, um, all in an hour window, uh, 7 to 8 a.m. Um, on Saturday morning. So, yeah, it's just not going to be ideal, right? Like I'm going to have to take a – it's not going to be ideal. Um, because I've pigeonholed myself into doing these workouts on vacation at a gym where I don't have free reign, Um of time and space and equipment. Uh, unfortunately, there's just no way I'm going to put out the best performance that I can possibly put out. Um, and there's a chance, depending on what workouts come out when, that the the workouts end up... Uh, I actually put out a, a significantly uh, hindered score. I'm okay with that. I just I just need to get points on the board, update my ranking, um, and be ready for next year. Right, the quarterfinals. I, I was not going to make the semifinals this year as an individual. Um, probably not. Um, you know, you look at my ranking in the west in the northwest region. Um, you you kind of start to speculate. Okay, how many people now from quarterfinals get to move on to semifinals? Right, is it the top ten percent? That would be great. That would be narrowing things down to then top 1% of the world, right? 10% of 10% is 1% of the original uh, 100% pie. I would be just inside of that, especially in the quarterfinal style workouts. Um, The problem is that they don't take the top 10% of the 10% onto semifinals. They take 60 people in the region. They take 60 people, which actually ends up being about um it ends up being about the top 0.15 percent of the overall starting pool um 315th was where i finished in this region in the open i would have to finish probably somewhere around like top 75 because some of these athletes will decline or have something going on or go team um and that will whittle it down to the top 60. So I'd have to top, I'd have to improve from 315th to 75th uh, in these workouts. Not impossible. Uh, without going into too much detail, maybe we can talk about it later. Uh, not looking great. Just what came out last year in quarterfinals, what came out this year in the open, uh, that informs sort of what we'll see in quarterfinals. There will probably be several weaknesses that I have not worked on, uh, mainly larger sets of chest of bar pull-ups, rope climbs, GHD sit-ups, and strength movements uh, like a heavy deadlift or heavy squats that I just you know haven't put the work in for. Um, regardless, we're going to do it. We're going to see what, what happens, and uh, we're going to have fun doing it. So there will not be a podcast next week. Um, uh, so this is sort of the quarterfinals preview, um, a a week after this comes out is when the first quarterfinals workouts will come out. Um, again, two of them will come out on Thursday. You have until Friday at is at like 2 PM to get them in at that 2 PM time deadline. 
the next two workouts come out, you have until Saturday, 2 p.m. to get those in. At that 2 p.m. deadline on Saturday, the final workout comes out. You have until Sunday at 2 p.m. to get that in. Um, we will come home that Saturday from vacation as I'm leaving in two days, Saturday to Saturday trip. I will be able to complete the fifth workout in the home gym, not the actual home gym, but the gym that I've done these three open workouts at. And uh, that will help with a little bit of my performance, maybe, but I'll also just have gotten off the plane. We will see. Regardless, we crushed our open goals. I think I can perform decently well in the in the quarterfinals. And the competitive fire still burns hot. We will talk about what um, you know an updated version of my competitive uh, future landscape looks like after the quarterfinals um, and after we break down the entire quarterfinals, which is a, a actually fun episode because you talk you get to talk about five workouts altogether instead of just one um and we'll talk about all that then but baby is starting to roll around i still need to eat breakfast before she fully wakes up and uh and then it's daddy daycare uh dad mode full go so thanks for listening everybody have a fantastic two weeks until i talk to you again uh, and until then peace